back to my best friends and engineer. I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And today we have a really awesome guest. Um, we just finished talking to um, Vanessa about being a transportation engineer. And I think that was like one of the coolest conversations I've ever had. Yes, I had, I know nothing about civil engineering in general. So that was so great to learn and to yeah. just learn about the different disciplines and everything that you can do. She is, um, she'll, she'll say it at the end of the episode as well, but she, um, for the listeners, her Instagram is at it's V and Nessa. So it's V Nessa. And, um, yeah, she has her degree in civil engineering and we just chatted about like what it was like being a woman in STEM, having your civil engineering degree and like how she kind of got into being a transportation engineer. Yeah. So, so excited for you guys to hear. But first, how was your weekend, Lexi? It was splendid. Um, what did I do? It was honestly a very relaxing weekend. Oh, um, good. Those yeah, are the I got best, lunch. honestly. Yeah. Got lunch with my grandma, and then at night, I went to a Mediterranean restaurant. Ooh. So that was fun. So. That reminds me of the place that was at Miami, the Mediterranean little thing in Armstrong. <gasps> yes. It and then it, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was like Bougelaria. <laughs> because it was like supposed to be a french place and then it turned mediterranean and it was so good i went there like every single day and then they closed it and i was like did i not keep it in business enough i was like what is going on i know (laughs) so to all the current miami kids if any of you are listening you missed out on an awesome restaurant in armstrong yeah i think they uh, made it a covid like testing place now so they probably had no other place to do it yeah, they probably made so many random places, just like, okay, yeah, nothing here. Yeah, oh. but yeah, so then, and then this morning we did our um, interview, so yeah, it was just very chill, it was very relaxing. I so. love that. I I think it's so funny when coworkers, like on Monday, will be like, did you have a cool weekend? And it's like, no. <laughs> you know what? Like, I just wanted to sleep, so. Yeah, Exactly. I'm like, I was just prepping for next week. I'm just tired. Like, I don't even yeah. be doing something every weekend. Yeah. It's so funny because when I was younger, like in school, my family friends that were working that were older than me, I was like, oh, you want to do something Friday night? And they're like, oh, no, like too tired. I was like, oh, you know, I'm never going to be like you guys when I'm older. Yeah, I was like, right? I'm always going to be doing something. I'm, I'm always going to be busy. And then they're like, you just wait. And I waited, and I'm here, and I totally understand what they are saying. Now. I honestly love Fridays at like 6 p.m. when I'm done with work and I have nothing to do. It's the it's best. kind of really refreshing. It's like so okay, refreshing. yeah, it's fun to have like a little event here and there, but I have been really just appreciating those days where you're doing nothing. I feel you. Um, we went to the ice castles on Saturday. Which, nice. um, or not, not castles, ice sculptures. So it's so funny because where I live, they do, it's called Winterfest and it's like this national competition. So it's like this big deal. And it's so funny because people come from all over the place just to come to Little Lake Geneva and like come see these people. Little Lake, Lake Geneva <laughs> as if it's not like the biggest or most <laughs> right. like the vacation area of the Midwest. That's true. <laughs> Like, where are you going to go? Like, Kankakee, Illinois? <laughs> no. People schedule, like, hotels and, like, which I guess it is, it's like, It's so event. cute. Yeah. I, I guess, like, that makes sense, but it's just funny because, like, I've always just grown up seeing these, like, things. Yeah. So, basically, it's, like, these 
it's this competition where people sculpt giant blocks of snow and the sculptures are like 12 feet tall they and looked huge in all of the pictures you posted I was laughing huge. I was like this is so Wisconsin <laughs> and um people come from all over like I think the people that won actually were from Florida and then people come from Michigan and there's someone from North Dakota and I think it's so funny that the people that won were from Florida. They definitely were practicing the sand. That's what I think. I'm like, how did they get into snow sculpting if they live in Florida? Or maybe they're like snowbirds or something. Yeah. Well, you also had a big thing happen yesterday. I know. We finally got a car. Oh. (laughs) Finally. It was... it, it was uh it was a great experience. I'm so glad to finally have some wheels. Congratulations. <laughs> Going down the you lane. Get a sunroof. Road. Got a sunroof, got heated seats, got a heated steering wheel. So I'm super happy with the purchase. It's a great reliable car and it's way um you're like way more up off the ground than my Ford Focus was. Um so that's good. I feel safe driving it. And- Awesome. I'm glad to not be stranded anymore. <laughs> yes. Now you can go visit those vendors. Finally. <laughs> whenever you want. Twice whenever. a day, maybe. I can go maybe to the twice shop a day. <laughs> I'm going to be like, guys, come out and look at my new car. <laughs> very good. Very good. I'm glad that you had a, also a productive weekend. Yeah, definitely. Should we read out some um, submissions that we got? Yeah. Well, here, I have one from the form, which okay. a little overview to touch on. Um, it's in our bio, and you send a screenshot of posting our podcast to your story um, or sending in a rating, and then you get entered in the giveaway, and you also get emailed three templates, um, which I kind of touched on you know, in earlier episodes, so I feel like it's a broken record, but just a quick overview. It's the job application tracker for people who are still in school, or maybe you know, you're at a role and you're looking for something new. Totally mm-hmm. could use that. Um, and then a four-year college planner to plan your classes, maybe for high schoolers um, that are, you know, just graduated, entering school. And then the last one is a work project tracker, which also could be applicable to school projects. So make sure to check that out in our bio. But I can go ahead and read one of those submissions. Sounds good. <clears throat> so... This person said, I listen to your podcast on my walk to classes every day and while I'm doing homework. I can't count how many times I laughed. You guys are truly amazing. Okay, I'm glad you guys laughed too because I feel like we laughed so much on this and I'm like, we should probably stop laughing so much. But Hopefully it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you only hope. I love your content. If it's not already on your list, could you go into more depth on how you guys ever, how guys ever intimidated you in classes or in the work field? Oh, we could totally oh. talk about that. Oh, <laughs> we could talk about for hours. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. Well, thank you so much for your submission and your kind words. I'm glad that you guys laugh as well. Or maybe some of you guys, maybe some of you are like, Ugh, they're laughing again. They're not our target audience then. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, I'm going to read one from, I'm going to read a review from the Apple podcast. So, Um, Yeah, this is another way that you guys can get the uh, templates, but make sure if you do leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you have to screenshot it and submit it in that form. Otherwise, we won't um, have a way to send you the templates. So um, this person says, I can't wait to see where this podcast goes. I'm a civil engineering major and I just started in my new internship. Love it so far. And this podcast is so encouraging. It's going to help me push through until graduation. That is awesome. And 
Um, ironically enough, the speaker that we have on today, she was majored in civil engineering. So hopefully this will be a really good episode for you to listen to. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. All right. I say we get into the the chunk of this episode and uh, listen to Vanessa speak. I agree. All right. Well, hopefully you guys um, enjoy this uh, snippet from Vanessa. Welcome, Vanessa, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Uh, This is really exciting. I've just been listening to your podcast. uh, So um, thanks for inviting me to be one of your guest speakers. Um, So my name is Vanessa from It's Vanessa, mostly on Instagram. And I graduated uh, San Diego State as a civil engineer. I currently work as a transportation engineer, but I have a background also in land development. So kind of general civil, but yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. that's mainly what I do. Transportation. That's kind of cool. That's kind of different. Yeah, actually it's funny because I, when I was in school, I didn't think I wanted to do transportation engineering. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people that I've talked to, they're like, oh yeah, I didn't like transportation engineering. I was like, well, why? Actually, it's, it's kind of fun now that I am actually working in it. Um, But it's funny. I didn't think that I would be in this specific industry uh, when I first started out. Yeah, what made um, you want to uh, go towards civil engineering? Um, well, I think what started it was uh, I thought um, structural engineering was really interesting. And I'm pretty sure a lot of civils that you might have like run into, they're like, oh, yeah, I thought I wanted to do structural, which a lot of us end up not <laughs> doing structural, yeah. surprisingly. Um, and I did do a lot of emphasis uh, in structural engineering when I was in school. And I really enjoyed it, but um, I started interning at a land development firm and I found that really interesting. So you never really know where you end up, (laughs) to Mm -hmm. be honest. But um, yeah, so structural engineering is one of the six different disciplines of civil engineering. So there's structural, transportation, environmental, geotech, water, and oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Uh, construction. I think that might have been it. Um, but yeah, okay. so there's like six different disciplines of um, civil engineering. You said that you started in land development for like your internship and, and beginning work experience. How did you make the transition into transportation? Um, I actually had a opportunity, a working opportunity that I was reached out to and and I really wanted, I think it was about two and a half years. So I interned at land of, the land development firm mm-hmm. and I worked there for about two, two and a half years. And then around that two and a half year mark was when I had a new opportunity and switched over to transportation. And I've loved it ever since. Nice. Awesome. Can you kind of give an overview of what you do as a transportation engineer on a day-to-day basis? What I do on a day-to-day basis as a transportation engineer, so I start off with, you know, the boring part where you check your emails and kind of check in to see your to-do list and see what, you know, I have ready for the day. And for the most part, I'm actually in um, computer-aided drafting, so I'm in AutoCAD majority of the day. Uh, drafting different plans. Uh, Sometimes I'll use AutoCAD. Sometimes since I'm in transportation engineering, there's also MicroStation, which we don't even have a class on that Mm. program when I was in school. You just kind of learn on the job. And so I mainly am drafting plans 
through those uh, through that program. And then besides that, then I'll sometimes be working on reports, creating cost estimates, uh, working together with structural engineers, um, and also sometimes depending on the stage of the project, I'll work with surveyors, geotech, land uh, landscaping, and then towards the end of the project, then I'll work with uh, the contractors. It's a little bit of everything. Are you able to give like a like a dummy version, like super basic of like what transportation engineering is? Because when I think about it, like what comes to mind is like uh, stoplights and stop signs and highways. And it, does it involve that or is what's it like? There's yeah, it's definitely a little bit of everything. Um, so and the thing that um, I think a lot of people associate yeah with transportation engineering is either traffic or just regular transportation so I don't do the traffic portion but that's like a whole nother level that I have no idea how to do but mm -hmm. that is the stoplights and the different signaling um you know they they definitely analyze like how you know the different lights will signals will um be I don't know how to fully explain this, but that they're the ones who figure that out. Whereas in transportation engineering, I'm actually specific in a specific field of transportation engineering, which is rail and transit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then there's also uh, roads and highways. So there's a lot of different things like kind of incorporated into transportation engineering. So road and roads and highways is kind of what you were uh, mentioning. It's um, you know when there's a new uh, say entrance or exit from a freeway or highway or anything like that, the transportation engineers who are focused in that specific discipline create that. They um, design and figure out, okay, how long it needs to be, how much of a turn at like the entrance and exit of the freeway would be, um, how many lanes there needs to be for the freeway or highway if it's not already there. When it when it's in construction, we, they also have to figure out the temporary. So sometimes you'll oh, wow. they'll get mad at you know transportation engineers. They're like, oh, it's too, it's too close. There's no shoulders, or you know people are always complaining about those things. But that's just the temporary when there's in construction. Sometimes uh, we work with the bridge engineers because you know there's actually bridges that sometimes we're just driving over that we don't even notice while we're we're on these freeways. So that's the roads and highways portion of transportation engineering, mm -hmm. and then where I work in. I work specifically in uh, rail and transit, so it's bikeway and railway projects. So a lot of my projects, um, there's uh, different cycles, cycle tracks is what we call it, um, either um, protected bikeway where there would be like a buffer curb or sometimes it's a shared bikeway or the typical um, bike lane that you would see. So kind of depending on the need, the necessary need for certain areas. Um, I'm from San Diego. I don't know if I've mentioned that earlier, San Diego, <laughs> California, but there's we actually are pretty active when it comes to creating bike lanes and um, different ways for people to ride their bikes throughout the city. And um, going also into the rail portion. Uh, so uh, one of my main projects is a pedestrian undercrossing. And so right now there's an existing railway where there's no station, there's no stops, but there's a elementary school on one end and then shopping centers and residential on the other end. And so some people are just crossing that dangerously, um, you know, instead of going to, which is a pretty far down the line of where 
they can legally cross. So what we're doing is creating a safe ADA, uh, American Disability Act, uh, ADA compliant pathway to go underneath the existing tracks so that people are able to safely cross from one side to another. So that's just an example of like a project that I work on rail, but there's also so many different things. So it's pretty, it's pretty large in a sense and very, it's hard to, you know, I wouldn't have known that when I was in school, honestly, you just kind of see it. I've just ridden um, the train or the coaster or the trolley or anything like that and not realizing there was so much work that was put into it. Yeah, definitely. Would you ever want to switch from your discipline to like maybe bridges or you mentioned roads or are you kind of happy where you are right now? Uh, so I think I would, right now I'm thinking I would be more leaning towards staying in the same discipline, but then starting to go more in the project management side. So you can do project management, um, and working on the different projects that are available and kind of making sure we're within the scope and figuring out um, the schedule and everything like that. So I think that is kind of where I'm starting to lean towards. I don't know if I will specifically um, switch over on a different section of uh, transportation engineering, who knows, maybe eventually. <laughs> um, but I definitely work with our bridge group a lot um, on pedestrian uh, pathways. So that's, that's kind of cool too. Was um, this something that you ha had always known you wanted to do, you know, like going back to when you originally decided to major in engineering, what were your kind of motives behind wanting to do that? And what was the reason? Honestly, I didn't even know engineering was an option for me. <laughs> I'm sure like many people are like, oh yeah, like what do engineers, like TikTok, for example, like, yeah. what do engineers do? Like, what do they even do? <laughs> Nobody knows. I can Nobody barely knows. answer that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So that, I think that's, you know, that's why I kind of like try to talk about it. Um, I mean, I don't go in depth as much as like some people do. Um, maybe I, they can learn more from listening to uh, your podcast, but I really did not know at all what I wanted to do. Um, I just knew that I liked math and science, and I know that's really basic, but at the same time, that's all I really, you know, kind of had an interest in, and it's kind of hard to really know what you want to do, so I, I took like an intro to engineering class at my community college um, because I... I could have gone to some universities, but I just, I didn't know, you know, like where to yeah. go, what to do. So I just kind of like played it safe route, um, helped me save some money as well, but um, definitely took like an intro to engineering class. And like I mentioned earlier, like structural engineering sounded really cool. And I, I totally thought that that's where I wanted to go. Um, and I still find it very interesting, but I, I kind of prefer what I'm doing now and I'm just kind of going with the flow like if opportunities come I will definitely take advantage of that so that's kind of what led me to where I am today. Awesome. Would you consider maybe like a PMP certificate or certification or just kind of want to start with project management first and then kind of get into that? Um, so I do uh, for my industry it's not necessary to get a PMP but you definitely can uh, we do have internal project management uh, training sessions. Um, so that kind of helps out <laughs> so that we're Definitely. not blindly <laughs> leading projects. <laughs> um, but I think, 
I think definitely uh, I thought I did consider taking a PMP, but I think it will depend uh, whether or not, you know, if, if I think I need more additional training um, when it comes to project management. And uh, another, you know, um, path that I could also take uh, for moving up the ladder, I guess you can say, <laughs> um, is uh, business development. So a lot of the times uh, as we get higher up uh, besides project project management, you can do business development where you're getting the projects for the company. So the project that I'm currently working on, um, the, the pedestrian undercrossing, for example, this has been been around for like 10 plus years like I think I was still in high school when they won this project but wow. it's yeah it's really crazy <laughs> um, but it's really cool to see that once you are in the business development side you are trying to win these projects that eventually that will be the projects that our whole team will work on 10 5 10 15 years from now which is pretty cool Definitely. How has it how has it been being a being a woman in your industry? Are are there a lot of other women that you work with, not only just at your company, but who do transportation engineering? Or have you found that you're you're kind of one of the only ones? Surprisingly, for civil, um, I would say when I was in school, there was like five girls out of every ten men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so definitely the ratio uh, offset is still there. But then when I was in land development, um, there was actually a lot of women, um, I would say not exactly 50%. And then at my current company, uh, my immediate team, it was really cool. I had uh, a boss who was a, a female and I really enjoyed having her as my main boss. She recently left, but um, I still, we're, we're actually um, a good ratio um when we were in her team we recently switched teams so now I would say uh there's about five women to um another seven to ten men in our team so I would say yeah the ratio is not bad um I would say it's not the same for every transportation company or every land development company or you know, civil engineering in general, there's still less women um, in the ratio. And um, actually two of the women in my team, they just went on maternity leave. And it's nice to know that I have women in my company that I could reach out to relating to such, you know, when, when it yeah. comes to my time. Definitely. So you mentioned that you had a direct manager that was a woman in engineering. Did you notice any differences? Like if you had, you know, a male direct manager between their kind of man- managing styles? I, I definitely would say yes. And uh, when my my past manager left, um, I'm thankful that the current manager that I have, he's very understanding and he's like, what can I do? You know, he really like set a meeting with all the girls like, okay, so what can I do? You know, what is, is there any issues that you have? Like, let me know. So I really appreciate that. And I think it depends, honestly, um, you know, who's on your team. And I wouldn't say it's not all men, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's not all men. I, I definitely think uh, I'm thankful for the manager that I have, but I can see that um, it, if I didn't have her as a manager during, you know, when I was first starting out, like it definitely would be different because I think she 
you know, helped guide me in ways that maybe like, I don't know, maybe a male manager wouldn't think to, or when I bought my first house, she sent me a package, like who does that? Oh, you know, like, awesome. I don't, you know, my, my supervisor doesn't really do that, but he's a great supervisor as well. But it's, it's one of those things that it's just a little, it's a little female touch that mm-hmm. is different. Um, but I would say in general, it, I would, it really depends because I have met some managers. Um, luckily, they're not mine, but I, I definitely think I, it would be a different story for me. Yeah. And then um, kind of tying into like being a woman in STEM in the industry, um, when you first started off your career and maybe even still, have you ever experienced um, like imposter syndrome? Um, and like, how have you uh, built confidence within your career? I definitely <laughs> experienced <laughs> imposter syndrome. I think even this past week, I experienced it. <laughs> um, honestly, it's one of those, um, and it's so funny because I, I just like am addicted probably to like TikTok sometimes or like for reels. But it's um, there's that sound that's like, uh, so are you gonna cry about it or are you gonna boss up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it's a good motto. <laughs> it's a good motto, and I like. I laugh at it when I see people do that TikTok, but at the same time, like, I feel that so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's like what the definition I think of imposter syndrome um, in, I guess, uh, just funny phrases. But honestly, yeah, like I, I get really anxious, I guess. And um, I feel that like, oh man, like I don't, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't know if like I should be in this position whatsoever. There's all these like negative thoughts sometimes when it comes to that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. But then I have to um, try to take a step back, uh, deep breath, and then just be like, okay, no, like basically um, give myself a little confidence boost and I'm just going to boss up and I'm just going to fake it till I make it that I belong here (laughs) I think we can all relate to that yes (laughs) the TikTok sounds playing back in your head (laughs) yeah it's really relatable I don't know why people complain about TikTok (laughs) it helps I mean I feel like it's really it's a good tool to connect you know engineer young engineers Um, but speaking of young engineers you mentioned uh, that you learned uh, this new software on the job. I think it was MicroStation. Um, so how did you kind of learn on the job and what kind of advice would you give to these young engineers starting out in their careers, you know, learning, again, these different disciplines that exist that they didn't know of, or maybe they have to learn this new software. Um, do you have any, you know, advice or can you talk about how you handled that? Yeah, definitely. I would say um, ask a lot of questions. And I think that's something that, um, a lot of women, I mean, sometimes we have this way of like, no, I'm going to figure everything out before I ask any questions, which is good to still figure out as much as you can before asking those questions. But don't be afraid to ask questions because your supervisor, whoever is teaching you, understands that you don't know certain things. And that's Mm -hmm. why they're there to help you. Um, and so I would say definitely, you know, Google is your friend. I definitely use Google a lot when I first started out um, learning like these programs like MicroStation, um, but also and also YouTube as well. Google and YouTube mm-hmm. um, gave me a lot of tips on certain um, 
commands that I needed to input into the program. But when I would get stuck is when I would start asking my supervisor and letting um, him or her know, I looked this up, I started off with this, and uh, is this the right direction? Am I going in the right direction? And if not, could you please guide me and um, where I need to be? So that that's usually like the step-by-step -step process. And um, this is, I recently had an intern. Um, he's still actually currently my intern, but I try to teach him um, as much or try to give more information, especially, you know, during this time over communicate mm -hmm. um, and try to teach him different things. And then if he has any questions, I tell him, uh, don't hesitate to ask me as well. Yeah, definitely. Google and YouTube. It sounds like school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how has I know you mentioned a little bit earlier that you're mostly on Instagram and you're posting about being woman in STEM. Um, how did you kind of come up with the idea to make the account and start posting that kind of content? Yeah, I really started out. Um, I think I tried doing YouTube a long time ago and that I kind of gave up on that, honestly, but uh, Instagram was where I discovered a lot of other uh, engineering specific accounts. And I think uh, Iron Ring Gals or Iron Ring Girls, I think that's- mm -hmm. I Yeah, I think I follow that. them too. Yeah. yeah. You do, Cause you always post it on your story, Libby. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that was like one of the first accounts that I saw. And then uh, Engineering Gals was another one that popped up. And so I started getting inspired by these accounts. And I was like, oh, you know, I really don't see so many specific people that look like me um, mm -hmm. posting on Instagram. So why don't I also share that? Because I do a lot of things behind the scenes, or um, at least in my my personal life, I, I get involved. I uh, with K through 12 outreach quite often. And so it's trying to see and incorporate that into social media because that's how I believe that you can reach more people as well. And that's really what I got, how I got into it. And it just kind of started out, I think um, around 2019, maybe 2020, um, since everyone you know couldn't leave their house. And I think mm -hmm. that's where I started to connect with so much more people um, through, through Instagram and, and really trying to meet more um women in STEM through that yeah I can't believe how many women in STEM there are just on Instagram it's so cool to see everybody's jobs and what they do yeah definitely I I'm learning so much <laughs> I was gonna say I know nothing about civil engineering in general so it's so interesting to learn these different disciplines and like how there's like bridge engineers now and like road and then versus like railway so I feel like with civil I just thought oh they just I'll do it all I guess but Interesting. Civils, we get the most hate. <laughs> I would what? say no way. Like it's the hardest, one of the hardest ones. No, it's that people are always making uh, like I. It's not. It's you have to like um, kind of see it sometimes. Maybe I I only notice it more because I'm a civil. Uh -huh. But like on some of the engineering like accounts run by men, um, some of uh, not not to say that let me go back <laughs> some of the men who do hold, hold those accounts like they support women but it's like the since it's run by another man and then like all these other men start going on to it like I see a lot of hate of like oh civil engineering is that even a real engineering or they are saying oh that's the easiest one or I think one time I saw a comment 
like when they posted of a civil engineer like I don't remember whose post it was but they just reposted it and they're like I thought this was an engineering account why are you posting civil engineers I was like oh Oh. my gosh I I yeah it's insane and so I'm trying to you know show that there is more to civil engineering than um the summation of forces is equal to zero like (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's like the bare minimum mechanics mechanics there you go let's take one of those that's like the bare minimum of civil engineering like we're literally like we're literally the oldest civil or the oldest engineering discipline that there is and so like I think I commented back once like respect your elders yeah (laughs) we paved the way yeah Yeah. literally Literally. (laughs) um was there a lot of other engineering disciplines at the school you went to to choose from Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I don't think I can name them all, but definitely there was mechanical, aerospace, electrical, um, computer. Um, I think, yeah, basically all of them. We even have a construction engineering specific um, major. So that was pretty cool. Oh, wow. So you're surrounded by like a lot of different disciplines and different engineering type people when you're in college. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Can you talk more about your outreach that you do for the K through 12? That sounds super interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm involved in the American Society of Civil Engineers within my local uh, my local area. And so we do a lot of things, especially uh, engineering week is coming up. So it's like the third week of February. And we always do um, this thing called engineering day at the mall where we have outdoor malls. And so uh, we would have a bunch of booths um, from all the different uh, engineering organizations and companies in our area. And we teach kids that are like, either we advertise it to them or they happen to be walking around at the mall um, and teach them engineering through activities. Like there's there's literally so much and it's pretty cool. Like the rocket one obviously is like a favorite, but. (laughs) (laughs) yeah fan fave (laughs) but it's really cool like my it's one of my favorite things to do and seeing teaching the kids engineering and um seeing their faces and how excited they are and like oh this is so cool now I want to be an engineer I want to do these types of activities and so um that's one of the things and uh, I still also do other like k-12 through outreach continually through my organization um and it's, it's kind of similar to that same uh, aspect of teaching kids what, what engineering is about, not just at that day, but as many times as we can. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and like with American Society of Civil Engineers, uh, we, we do a lot of other things too. Uh, also, um, we like different community service activities and also uh, What's another thing? Uh, we go reach out to our local schools. So um, through those local schools, we do resume workshops and and uh, mock interviews, and then we also have a scholarship for them as well. Wow, that's really cool. Awesome. How did you yeah. get involved with the American Society of Civil Engineers? Is that something you learned about in school or like post school in your career? Or how did you join that? Yeah, actually, so it wasn't until I transferred to um, my university that I found out about about American Society of Civil Engineers. Um, And so I just kind of jumped in, I think my first or second semester there, um, and just kind of 
enjoyed like the whole process. There's actually a conference that they host every year through the schools and there's different regions, but the one that I specifically go to is um, with all of California, some of Arizona and Nevada and even Hawaii all go to this one conference every year. And there's different competitions like concrete canoes, steel bridge, um, transportation, environmental, geo wall, and then there's like sports, which I really enjoyed because I like volleyball and basketball. So there's that conference is what really got me excited about um, this organization. And because I was able to like really get to know my my um, classmates through these different like teams that we were involved in. And I just kind of been hooked ever since. And so that was starting out when I was in school and then after graduating, um, there's also the Younger Member Forum or YMF, so ASCE YMF for my specific local chapter. And now um, after it's been about five, six years since I graduated, and now I am currently uh, my local chapter's president. Oh my gosh, awesome. that's so cool. cool. A lot of things going on. <laughs> You've been busy. I've been busy. That's why in the background, that's mostly what I'm working on. Yeah, awesome. that's great. So have you ever experienced anything in the industry, you know, maybe in internships or even in school um, where you've been treated differently because you're a woman or have there ever been any uncomfortable situations that you've had to deal with? Um, I would say there's not that many, but there are some instances Um I definitely remember my first internship. I think there was like somebody who was walking around the office um, and didn't know that I was one of the interns or that, actually, I think they did know that I was an intern and they're like, are you sure you want to be one of them? <laughs> like pointing at, <laughs> pointing at like the, the office of one of the engineers. I was like, what, what do you mean? I'm in school yeah. to be what they're to do what they're doing <laughs> like, yeah you're like this is why I'm here yeah so I'm here so yeah so I thought it was really funny I was like what do you what do you mean or um it's it was either that or I think they thought I was a secretary of some sort or they expected me to take notes because I was the female like oh you're good at taking notes or um yeah, like she, she can take the notes. It's fine. It's like, no, I'm classic. I'm, yeah, it's still that those little things like it still happens. Um, or I remember there's also and this is why this one's kind of not necessarily related to um, like what I do for work or anything like that. But there has been an instance when I was at work and there were other females who were in the they weren't the engineers in the office. Mm -hmm. And it seemed really strange that like they started being mean, like, not, like, I don't know how to explain it, but they weren't, I, I'm all about women supporting women. And I found it really strange that they wouldn't invite like certain women to certain things, but they like gave all the attention to the men because they loved how awkward they were. Oh. And so, yeah, it was, it was a really interesting dynamic. Um, and like, I think because I also love to dress up and I, I, I don't know, I would get like some side comments of like, oh, why is she dressed up or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. So it luckily, um, like now it's, it's completely fine and I don't have to deal with them anymore. But mm -hmm. um, I definitely did not appreciate it when I was getting like almost of that bullying um, from other women, which is really strange. 
Yeah. So there, it almost seemed like there was like some sort of a de- divide between the women who were in engineering and the women who were not in engineering, but like within your company. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really strange. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm just going to continue working because I am hired to be an engineer and this cattiness, I'm not in high school anymore. Like it's not necessary for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got those comments about what, how you dress, did you ever, you know, did you just take that same mindset? I'm going to do what I am here for and I'm going to do what I want to do. Or did you kind of change anything to address that? Um, I would say I didn't really change um, too much of what I, what I wore. Cause I love, you know, um, obviously not going to wear super short skirts or super right. short dresses um, or low cut tops, but you know, I still try to dress appropriately, um, but I definitely um, would still wear skirts and dresses, even though I could at some point, like sometimes people would just wear jeans um, mm-hmm. or, you know, just casual. It, you know, to each their own. I love to dress up. I love to wear heels. And uh, I don't think somebody who um, doesn't like that should be the one to decide what I wear as long as it's appropriate. Yeah. I love that you say you love to dress up at work because that's one of my favorite things about being a woman in STEM. Same. So <laughs> it's, it's so fun. Um, so did you have somebody within your company, like when you first started there that you asked like, hey, is this appropriate? Because I know that's sometimes kind of like an awkward situation when you work with all men and you're like not sure what you can and can't wear, but you don't want to like ask. So did you just start like wearing whatever and you're like, nobody is mentioning anything. So I'm just going to keep going or was there like a, a company guideline from your HR? Like, how did you like navigate where, like dressing up as a woman in STEM? That's a really good question. Um, I think my first company that I worked in after graduating, um, I don't think there was a guideline because literally everyone, like land development is so much more lax that like mm-hmm. everyone's wearing jeans all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which was nice. Um, definitely don't wear leggings actually at work. Um, so it's just kind of like an, un- it was an unspoken thing when you're in the office, kind of seeing what everyone else wore, I guess you can say. But at the same time, I didn't wear what everyone else wore because I really liked wearing skirts and dresses just because it's cute. You know, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm still here to work obviously, but Um, I'm at a computer desk and, you know, when you see, like, I love to follow like the fashion inspo stuff. It's like, how come they can wear like these boss power suits and everything? And, you know, why can't I just wear that myself? So it was more of like a confidence boost for me when I was working at my previous company and just wearing that just for myself, but there definitely wasn't a guideline. And then my current company, um, I would say they dress a little bit more professionally. So just kind of seeing what um, everyone wore. Um, I don't think there was a specific guideline, but I, I believe in the employee handbook, they did try to specify what you can't wear. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't uh, ask specifically. I kind of just would look around and see what um, people were wearing. Or I think uh, maybe asking one of my coworkers, like, hey, is this fine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, something along those lines. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoy dressing up. And even if it's a little overdressed, I, I, I know it's better, I guess, to be a little overdressed than completely underdressed. Definitely. I agree. 
Awesome. Well, do you have any advice for your younger self going into your engineering degree? What would you tell yourself? Um, so some advice that I would give myself uh, going into the engineering degree is uh, be okay with failure and struggling because mm-hmm. I think I was a lot harder on myself, especially like when I was first starting out. Um, because you know, like I mentioned earlier, I did like math and science. And I think that's something that not everyone is interested in. And even then it's like, it's hard. It's not like the math and science you had in high school whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, Even if my professor said you did this in high school, I said, no, I did not. (laughs) Right. Excuse me, sir. Teach me again. (laughs) What school are you going to? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, to feel a little dumb sometimes but still keep going you know it doesn't mean that you are dumb it just Mm -hmm. you know it's still learning and it's okay to go through that failure and I I think before I really was hard on myself and um, failure is still something that I learn you know even now you know Mm -hmm. even after like six years of experience you know I still learn um, you know it's okay and try not to be so hard on myself Um, So that's something I would give my younger self and anyone else who's trying to pursue this, um, you know, career because it can be hard, but honestly, you know, we'll be fine. It's going to be all worth it in the end. I feel like that's an echoing theme between even just us two, Lexi and I, we're always like, we were so hard on ourselves, but it's okay. (laughs) We gotta chill out. You just gotta go with it. (laughs) You just gotta keep going. Okay. (laughs) You're just gonna, yeah, just go with it. Like, are you going to cry about it? Are you going to boss up? Yeah, that's the theme of the podcast. I might do both. I might do both. I might do both. (laughs) And that's okay. Yeah, Yeah. it's totally okay. You know, just, just reach for that goal that you want, you know, whatever career that you want, whatever career path that you want, like, if that's what you want, like, keep going at it, no matter how many times you fall. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, that's great advice. All right. Well, I think that kind of concludes the, all the questions we wanted to ask you. Um, so thank you so much, for, Vanessa, for coming on the podcast. And um, go ahead and plug yourself. Like, where can our listeners find you if they want to follow you? Yeah, definitely. I, I really enjoyed, you know, talking to you too. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, if you want to follow me or learn more, definitely um, reach out to me on Instagram. That's my main platform at It's Vanessa. I also am on TikTok, but not that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so feel free to follow me there. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of My Best Friends and Engineer. Uh, be sure to catch us uh, weekly on Mondays for new episodes. And if you want to follow the podcast social media on Instagram, we are at my best friends and engineer and on TikTok. And then on YouTube, we're at BFE podcast. Awesome. So my personal Instagram and TikTok, if you want to follow is engineer Lexi. And then my personal TikTok and Instagram is at Libby beyond the label. Another good episode <laughs> down. I really like this one. I'm so excited for us to have more guests, more different types of engineering for us to learn as well as our followers and our community. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we said it in the, while we're speaking with Vanessa, but um, for our listeners sake, we didn't have civil engineering at Miami. So it was really cool to like, listen to a perspective of someone in a discipline that we weren't familiar with. Definitely. And we kind of, you know, you kind of hear about it on 
online or just like in conversation, but it was so interesting to actually learn about the different disciplines and what she does on a day-to-day basis. So. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, um, also don't forget we're doing a giveaway. Um, uh, it's a hundred dollar visa gift card. We're hoping that can help you out if, whether you're in school or, you know, working. Um, and all you have to do to enter in for that is to leave us a rating and review, um, I think the only place you can leave a review is Apple podcast, but no matter where you leave rating, um, or rating and review, make sure you screenshot it and send it to us, um, via DM on Instagram so that you can be entered for a chance to win that. Yes. Or in our Google form also. Shall Alrighty. we try to get this down? We shall. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Three. Okay, wait, we can't count down. That's weird. Okay. Okay. We can do this. All right. I'm Lexi. I'm Libby. And thanks and for listening. Thanks for listening to my, my best, friends best friends and engineer. And engineer. Podcast. Podcast. Okay. Podcast. I, know. <laughs> I don't think we've ever said podcast, but I just. I don't think so, but it felt right in that moment right there. Oh, I was right. like, it needs to have, it needs to be said. <laughs> Maybe one of these days we'll get a good. I don't know. I kind of like us messing it up every time. Do you guys think it's fun and quirky of us? Let us know. Do you guys hate it? Let us know, too.